All right, welcome back to Fantasy Professionals Football Podcast 2021 NFL Draft Special. Uh, boys, we're seven picks in, and uh, Barrett, I guess we'll start with you. you uh, we'll start with you here, bud. Excuse me. Uh, the Detroit Lions just take uh, offensive tackle Pene Swell of Oregon. How, how do you feel, man? What are your thoughts on that pick? Um, surprised me for sure. I, th- I thought for sure with Devonte Smith sitting there, um, wide receiver being a big need for the lions, the, that that was the obvious choice. Um, you know, they've got a decent offensive line as it is, but, um, honestly, I, I kind of like the pick. I mean, this guy is, um, you know, borderline sure thing, uh, to be a, a at least a solid, uh, to, somewhere from solid to very good NFL player for a lot of years. And you look at Devontae Smith, you know, we've all been talking about the 165 pounds and, and, you know, smallish guy, uh, you know, one big hit going across the middle um, and he could be a bust. So it seems like they took the more sure thing. Yep. I agree. I agree. I I like the pick Uh, again, maybe not the most pressing need, but uh, a potential to be a transformational player there. So I think he's got a chance to be a 10 year all pro uh, at tackle, probably probably going to end up being left tackle when it's all said and done, yeah. right? So may start him out of the right side uh, if uh, let him get used to the game and stuff. But uh, yeah, a uh, great talent, uh, no doubt about it. But let, let's recap the picks, right? So before segment one, right? We knew Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, one, two, three, all quarterbacks there. First time since the seventies, I think, was what the uh, stat was that they threw up there. But uh, the picks in, in the interim. Number four, Kyle Pitts, tied in for Florida to the Atlanta Falcons. Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU, goes to the Bengals at five. The Miami Dolphins take Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama. Maybe not, not the wide receiver that a lot of folks thought they would take. Again, you mentioned Devontae Smith there, Barrett. And then, obviously, Panay Sewell, um, number seven to the Lions from Oregon. Butterball, your thoughts on the draft thus far? Anything stand out to you? Anything shock you thus far? Well, you know, I mean, like you go back to Devontae Smith. I mean, we were all kind of talking, you know, I mean, like whenever the, the we were watching the draft, you know, I mean, whenever Miami selected Waddle, and I mean, we all thought, you know, I mean, obviously they're probably going to draft a uh, Alabama wide receiver. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't the guy that we thought it was going to be. But, you know, maybe uh, with Smith being – His true size coming out, you know, I mean, being uh, an inch shorter than what uh, they marketed him as and then, you know, being 10 pounds lighter. But then you also got Jalen Waddell, who went on the big stage in the national championship game and played through an injury. So, I mean, maybe that had something to do with it. I mean, either one of those guys, I mean, I think they're going to be great wide receivers in the NFL. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, Again, a lot of of Sharps had – you know, we're talking about throughout the week that, uh, you know, hey, Waddle, you know, if you can get, make a pick on him uh, to go above uh, Dev- Devontae Smith, uh, you may do so. But, you know, another Alabama player that seems to be dropping now, guys, uh, quarterback Mac Jones, right? If he wasn't going to go in those top four spots, you know, the question was going to be, where's, where's he going to end up falling now? So uh, Carolina Panthers on the clock as we speak here at number eight. Uh, Denver potentially could be in the market for a quarterback. So uh, yeah. you would think that they're going to get an opportunity, but, you know, yep. some guy named Fields is still out there as well, right? Yeah, and, and don't forget about that guy up in Green Bay with uh, Denver as one of his three teams that he's told uh, the Packers right. he wants to go to. Yeah, our man Chad Ford in segment one was uh, talking about uh, yeah Aaron Rodgers going nuclear on uh, on his uh, squad there, the Packers, again, three hours before the draft, kind of announcing it publicly. Again, sounded like there was a lot of scuttlebutt in the weeks leading up to the draft to where Rodgers was maybe – 
maybe trying to handle it behind the scenes, right? So maybe trying to be a professional and do things the right way. And if Green Bay kept telling him to piss off, uh, then, you know, kind of forced his hand a, a little bit. But uh, uh, Butterball, you know, we haven't got to our team yet, my friend. And so I, I think we get a look ahead here. We're just, uh, what, three picks away, two picks away. Our Dallas Cowboys uh, coming up on the clock at number 10. You know, your thoughts on Dallas. You know, the assumption is that it's going to be defense. That defense was god-awful last year. Um, again, a lot of things go wrong whenever you lose your you know, stud quarterback. Uh, what, in the fourth game of the season, you know, things things do tend to go wrong. Uh, but Dak Prescott signed in the offseason, right? So he's going to get paid now. He's got his money. Seemed to be secured at a lot of the offensive skill positions now, Butter. So, again, you have to assume that the pick's going to be defense. Your thoughts on the Cowboys, and uh, who do you see them maybe taking there with that number 10 overall pick? Well, I mean, like you said, I mean, I think they're they're either going to draft a defensive player or possibly an offensive lineman. I mean, if you look back to the troubles that they had last year, I mean, they had had about 55 or 56 different um, combinations on the offensive line where they didn't have the same. I mean, it was just it was like, who who are we going to put in next? I mean, signing signing guys off the practice squad. I mean, I mean, it was just really really bad. Injuries really killed the Dallas Cowboys last year. So I mean, I think you know, I mean, um, at the number ten pick, I mean, I think either go after the whoever the best offensive lineman is or. Um, Sertan from Alabama is probably going to be there as well. Yeah, well, one guy who's not going to be there is going to be J.C. Horn, the uh, DB from South Carolina. He goes to number uh, goes to Carolina at number eight, and so he is off the board. I, you know, we were talking about it before the podcast started, guys. Like, I, I was really high on Horn. I was I was rooting for him to drop to the Cowboys at number ten between him and Sertan. I liked Horn a little bit better, uh, just like him more at, from an athletic standpoint and. and Competitively, I mean, he is a, he's a bulldog back there at corner. Uh, Sertan won't be a bad pick if that's who we end up getting at number 10. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, Butter. I mean, you know, that offensive line, you know, people kind of think about the Cowboys over the last few years as just having this dominant offensive line. And there was a period of time where that was the case. But, my goodness, those guys, they're getting older. They're all start, you know, they're all injury riddled, uh, as you mentioned. But you, know, you look at that starting lineup of, you know, Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, uh, Tyler Biot. Biatas, I think is how you pronounce it. The, the kid from Wisconsin plays center. Zach Martin at guard and uh, Loyal Collins, uh, the tackle from LSU there. If you can keep them all together and keep them healthy, that's a pretty good starting offensive lineman, but, or offensive line, I should say. But, my goodness, it's we haven't seen a whole lot of it, right? Well, I mean, it's like I said, I mean, it's been uh, a mixture of different guys. I mean, like you said, like I said last year, I mean, they didn't have a – a solid offensive line, I mean, one single game, I mean, because of injuries, I mean, it was all different every single week. Well, well, let's talk about the team drafting ahead of the Cowboys now, the Denver Broncos, right? So, Drew Locke took him high a couple years ago, you know, hasn't panned out, but, you know, they haven't really given him the opportunity, and he's had some injuries as well. You know, Melvin Gordon in there at running back for them. A, a decent wide receiver crew, I think, you know, led by Cortland Sutton, SMU, Jerry Judy from Alabama, obviously, and then K.J. Hamler, uh, the pick, uh, one of the picks last year out of Penn State. But uh, um, your thoughts on Denver here, uh, Butter, I'll start with you. Again, would seem like quarterback is a spot here with Fields and uh, Mac Jones still out there available, but you know they probably need some help on both sides of the line as well, right? So both the offensive line and the defensive line too, right? Well, I mean, you, you think about the last uh, – I mean, since they lost Peyton Manning, um, you know, the last five or six years, I mean, 
year in and year out, I mean, it seems like the Denver Broncos' needs are always quarterback at some point in the draft. And, you know, I mean, they've they've had opportunities uh, where they've signed free agents. The deal with Flacco didn't work. Um, they they drafted the kid from Memphis. That did not work. Uh, uh, Brady um, – Brady White, right? Brady White, yeah. yeah. Um, that that didn't work, and so no, I wasn't Brady White. I, don't uh, I think Brady White's the quarterback yeah. now, right? So pa- Paxton Lynch, yeah, Paxton yeah, Lynch, that's a big yeah. big kid, right? Yeah. Six six yeah. or something like big that. Big kid yeah. that yeah. didn't work. So I mean, obviously, I mean, um, if they're going to draft a quarterback, which I think it's a need, uh, like I said, they drafted Drew Locke, which I don't really think that he's like got uh, a fair shot at at getting uh, the snaps that he needs to uh, prove that if he can be the guy going forward. I mean, if you look at his body of work, I mean, of last year, I mean, obviously, I mean, it it doesn't really look like he's going to be the guy that's going to lead that team. So, obviously, I mean, the Broncos are kind of in the same situation they've been in the last five years. They really need a quarterback. But, honestly, who knows if – if they're going to hit or miss on it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, I I think this pick is going to be pretty telling – I think quarterback is the obvious pick, as you mentioned, Butter. Um, but if they don't, is is that a signal that maybe they're uh, having some serious conversations with Green Bay? Yeah, very much so. And, again, that was one of the three teams, right, uh, that uh, was mentioned uh, that Aaron Rodgers uh, might uh, prefer to play at. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think Drew, Drew Locke has gotten a fair shake yet. Um, you know, I don't know that I would have drafted him as high as uh, as Denver did. You know, I, I, that was you know it's easy to say that now, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty, but that wasn't a second guess. That was a first guess. Um, you know, it's crazy. Josh Heupel was his offensive coordinator whenever Locke was tearing up the SEC defenses. And whenever you go back and look at it, he tore up the shitty SEC defenses, not not so much the good ones. But uh, um, you know, I think the system. You know, he was the right place, at the right time. That uh, probably made him look a little bit better than maybe what he was. And, again, it's easy to say that now, two years removed. But uh, those are my thoughts, I think, going into it a couple years ago. But, uh, Butter, let's go. He was, he, he was a bottom feeder. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, kind of a flat track bully, as I think is what they call it uh, across the pond, right, Barrett, from a, a soccer reference there. But let's talk about our NFC East brethren, Butter. Again, the NFC least, as we like to call it. But uh, – Shittiest division in football. New York Giants and Philly pick right after the Cowboys at 11 and 12, respectively. Uh, let's start with the Giants, right? So probably going to be, um, you know, maybe offensive line, right? So you think about Daniel Jones. I mean, you know, I think the jury's still out. This is a big year for him at quarterback. Saquon obviously coming off the ACL injury. I mean, he's he is bona fide so long as he stays healthy. I like the wide receiver crew that they've got. Obviously, they picked up Kenny Galladay in free agency this year. Uh, our guy, OU's own Sterling Shepard, uh, a great uh, slot receiver there. And then well, Darius Slayton, pretty good as well. Love Sterling Shepard, but, I mean, he, he's proven to have some injury issues. It's true. It's true. So, smaller guy, right? So, they kind of get beat up on a little bit. But uh, uh, your thoughts on the Giants, again, whether it's going to be, you know, maybe a pass rusher, maybe offensive line, uh, you would expect it to probably be one of those two slots, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, you if if you can get an offensive lineman uh, early in the draft, I mean, I mean, if that's your need, you really need to go for it. Um, you you know, got the I mean, Slater kid yes, from Northwestern's yes, really good. Yeah, yes, he's going to go soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree there. So uh, again, not not quite as much talent out there from an edge rush standpoint this year as perhaps what uh, what we've seen in past years but uh um, you got the uh, the the kid from michigan the quitty pay right so i think is a pretty good uh, defensive lineman who's 
probably going to go uh, here pretty soon. Um, the pick is in uh, for number nine for the Broncos, so we're not going to have to wait very much longer on that. But while we're waiting on it, Butter, let's talk Philly. So, again, Philly picking at 12. Uh, your thoughts on you – know, Eagles did a lot, of, a lot of trading, right? So, kind of in the offseason with regards to draft picks. Our guy, Jalen Hurts, again, an OU guy. Um Appears to be the starting quarterback going into it, right? If Devontae Smith is still there, I think he gets a look right yeah, there. Okay, yeah, you look at the white – they obviously went wide receiver last year with TCU's Jalen Rager. Um, you know, probably could use another wide receiver. I would agree with that. Uh, you know, maybe offensive line. So, uh, you know, something along those lines. Uh, you got another OU guy, Lane Johnson, right, that plays tackle for him. He was hurt a lot last year as well, I believe. So, could be offensive lineman for them as well if Slater's still there. But uh, maybe DB, um, they, could, they could probably use a corner. Uh, they, definitely don't need a t- they definitely don't need a tight end. <laughs> yeah, Ertz and uh, Godare, right? So, yeah, Ertz, you know, there's a little bit of scuttlebutt, you know, earlier in the season last year about Ertz kind of trying to get paid and trying to get a new contract there. So, but uh, uh, with Godare, I mean, he just kind of stepped in and assumed that role as well. He played really, really well. So, yeah, Eagles will be interesting. So, yeah, I would agree. Devontae Smith is there. I, I don't know. You know, he he's kind of in the same mode, uh, if you will, or mold, I should say, as Jalen Rager, though, kind of a smaller guy. Super explosive, very, very fast. And so you know, maybe they, they would prefer the bigger guy. You know, they got to Arthega Whiteside from Stanford a couple years ago as well. But uh, uh, pick just in for the Broncos. And uh, to our chagrin as a Cowboys fan, Butter, it is uh, Patrick Sertan, the other high, uh, highly rated DB from Alabama here at number nine. And so uh, our Cowboys might be scrambling. They probably so, trade down, I'd imagine. Yeah, a trade potentially – uh, in the works right now, I would assume, for the Cowboys. Or, or the uh, tackle from uh, Northwestern. Yeah, I mean, Slater would – I think Slater would probably be the guy now, right? So he's probably the highest-rated available guy uh, from a need standpoint, you would think. But, uh, yeah, hate to see those two DBs go off the board from a Cowboys fan perspective. Uh, kind of a, a kick in the uh, – Shorts. Kick in the shorts there, Butter. So, um, you know, you've got the TCU kid. Uh, from a DB standpoint, uh, uh, Trevon Moerig, um, probably not worth the number 10 overall pick, right? So maybe maybe they do trade back, uh, try to add some assets a little bit later on in the draft. I don't think you take him number 10. But, uh, yeah, Slater, probably the best available guy. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if offensive tackle is the most pressing need with uh, Collins and Smith, so long as those guys stay healthy, right? So, again, that's a big question mark. I, I think uh, that will be telling <coughs> from a Cowboys fan perspective is, uh, you know, how much faith they have in those guys to be able to stay healthy. But, uh, yeah, that uh, that sucks, Butter. Because Farley's, Farley's too risky at this point. I think too many injuries. The DB uh, corner out of Virginia Tech, uh, I don't think he's going to uh, – I don't know if he's going to go in the first round, to be honest with you. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that that is tough, Butter. But, um, you know, thoughts – and we really don't need a linebacker at this point. I mean, no, nah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I think that that's a uh, pretty pretty you know much further down the totem pole, if you will, from a need standpoint. So I mean, obviously, I mean, if you look back at where the Cowboys have struggled the last uh, the last couple of years, I mean, obviously it's been in the secondary, and I mean they've been god awful. I mean, getting just mowed over and beat bad. So I mean. That, that, that pick kind of hurts us. I mean. yeah. yeah. And, you know, there was talk before the draft about, you know, teams trying to move up into that 8-9 slot ahead of the Cowboys and maybe take one of those DBs. And, 
Well, lo and behold, the two teams that were right there, they didn't have to move. And uh, they still took the two guys um, that uh, that were probably number one and number two on the Cowboys' big board, uh, all uh, if we put a truth serum, uh, truth serum into Jerry and uh, and Stephen Jones there. So, yeah, tough tough break for the Cowboys there, but uh, I guess we're starting to get used to it now, Butter. But, uh, um, again, I, I guess the one thing missing thus far, guys, is that you know there was a lot of smoke leading into the draft is that there were going to be a lot of big trades. And we have not seen that yet, right? So we are up to uh, pick number 10, but no blockbusters just yet. Again, the Aaron Rodgers news about three hours before draft time obviously um, changed things probably uh, from a Packers perspective as well, but uh, no big trades just yet, Butter. But uh, let's let's kind of look out out a little further ahead, Butter. So which team out here drafting, let's say, in that 11 to 20 range – you know, do you have some thoughts on that maybe you'd like to, to visit and um, maybe look at what their particular needs might be? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think I think New England, uh, I mean, I would I would say quarterback, but, man, I mean, it, it's kind of anybody's guess what they do, you know. I mean, um, I don't really think that – I mean, Cam Newton, I mean – he can win some football games, but I mean, um, Jarrett Sidham has not proved anything. I mean, is if if Fields is there, I mean, do they draft Fields? If yeah. Matt, if Mac Jones is there, do they draft him? Which I mean, honestly, I mean, um, yeah, QB and wide receiver definitely the the primary needs for a Patriot. For it, the Patriots, if you yeah. look at who picks in between um, these guys, I mean, Minnesota, I mean. I mean, they've got cousins. I mean, would they? I mean, they're. You, you think they would draft a quarterback? Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps I don't know. I mean, I, I think Cousins is, you know, just competent enough to keep the job for a while, but maybe not competent enough to lead you to a Super Bowl. So yeah, kind of the interim. But I think you put the right talent around him, you get a really good defense. I think Cousins could could get the job done for the Vikings there. So I'm not ready to uh, to throw. Um, the uh, the cousins out with the bathwater just yet, so let's hold tight on that. But guys, so we're up at twenty minutes here. Why don't we take a break here? Wrap up segment number two. Let's watch the Cowboys pick unfold here, and then we'll come back and dissect it afterwards, along with a few other picks as well. So wrapping up here, segment number two, Fantasy Fashionals twenty twenty one NFL Draft Special. We'll be right back. 